0: Hey Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today.
1: You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast.
2: If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores, like Urban Outfitters, Sephora, and Nike. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors, Or text Pod to 500-500.
0: Yeah couple of show girls <laughs> welcome to spooky gay bullshit i'm johnny i'm tyler and this is our weekly hangout where we get to go over all of the spooky gay bullshit that we just didn't have time to cover on the main show that's
1: right and it's friday night the girls are girling and that's rojo caliente
0: hell yeah they are and they're also pulling quotes from priscilla queen of the desert i think i got it right that's correct it's been a while since i've seen priscilla it's been a minute yeah but it's been... like super iconic absolutely and if anything else it gave us the iconic quote what that is what do we have here a couple of show goes yeah yeah love yeah. it
1: all right um how are we doing today i'm doing great yeah. i'm doing fabulous i'm doing fine and I'm feeling a little nasty.
0: Really? Yeah, why not? Oh no, I, I love it. Thank you, Miss Jackson. I'm feeling I'm feeling nasty <laughs> as well. Not in the Janet Jackson way, in the Sandra Prill way. Right. Yeah. Who's that eating that nasty food? Me. Okay. So uh coded references aside, uh, do you have anything you want to talk about before we get into today's docket of spooky gay bullshit? I'm thinking, but I don't think. Okay. <laughs> Ah. relatable yeah yeah 2023 uh-huh. that's a vibe i'm kind of on the same boat i don't really have anything to report upon uh i i guess we can just get into it although if anybody is interested happy to say that we made it through kath and cam we are into uh the second watch of it why yes. not there are only 32 episodes we just keep it on in the background while we work from home that's but,
1: that's it those kinds of shows are wonderful for just like background noise
0: absolutely but we are obsessed yes officially yeah absolutely um so yeah ready to get into it i'm kicking us off this week right yes you are cool otherwise i definitely did your topics (laughs) so i am going to be starting things off today with a case that comes out of england more specifically uh, oh, no, please go on. <laughs> what were you saying? I said,
1: Arr, oh, but then I realized ar. that was Australian more so, Arr, but yeah. even not quite. No, no, Nar. 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 Okay, well,
0: you'll love this, though, because today uh, for my first topic, we are going to be going to England, specifically Chalmsford in England. Essex love. Oh, I love Essex. The only way. It's Uh the only way. Hi, honey. Uh All right. So jokes aside, this is some pretty serious news, though. So we will have to put away the giggles for a second. Okay. As it relates to a rather brutal murder that recently took place involving 44-year-old Adrian Ellingford, who had been assaulted by an anonymous attacker using a knife last July. So this happened in 2022. Okay. Yeah. Now, the thing is, initially, this was just being considered an assault, although, you know, it's not just an assault with a knife. Um, But the thing is, Adrian ended up succumbing to their injuries shortly thereafter, so this did end up turning into a murder investigation. Regardless, things were really ambiguous at first. They didn't really know what was going on. This just seemed like a random attack. Mm -hmm. Who knew? But when police were at the scene, initially investigating and all that kind of good stuff, uh, they were actually approached by a local who seemed to be a little uh, little out of it, so to say. They were carrying a bottle of brandy, and uh, yeah, by all accounts, they were absolutely hammered. So right. the person in question was 26-year-old Merrick Hecko, who effusively explained to the investigating officers that he actually kind of knew what was going on, um, and he basically was like, I can tell you what happened, I'll hook you up. Um, uh-huh. There's even footage of him talking to officers while like, taking swigs from the bottle, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, of course, you know, you're drinking in public. That's questionable, honey. But (laughs) that's just where the questionable behavior starts. Because anyway, it turns out 26-year-old Merrick was ended up or ended up being so hip to things uh, and ended up offering up so much information that just by the by, he ended up starting to become kind of aggressive with the cops. Uh And then this kind of piqued their interest. And ultimately, he was arrested on the scene scene or at the scene under the suspicion that maybe he might just have something to do with the whole sitch.
1: Oh, like he
0: knew maybe a little bit too much. Yeah. So while in custody, Merrick would actually end up being identified as the main suspect in this, and then ultimately a few days later, he would be charged with uh the murder of Adrian. Holy shit. Uh yeah, he would go to trial where he tried to say that after hearing about the murder on the news, he came down to the scene of the crime, you know, in his intoxicated state sure. to fill the cops in on what had happened uh however it's believed that that is bullshit um according to officials the court uh, had also learned that adrian ellingford was like somebody or like was with a former partner of merrick's Uh um on the night of his death and that uh leading up to the murder like merrick had been exhibiting stalking behaviors toward his former partner as well as adrian ellingford so So, yeah there's your motive yeah you're not a slick because you think you are a doll anyway uh-huh. so on march 13th merrick was officially charged with murder so this did take a few months to kind of come to light uh but he would be officially or he was officially sentenced with life uh which is like a minimum 26 year uh, sentence mm-hmm. as of right now so anyway aw- aw to the original article that is written about this uh, i tried to say our aw- our and original at the same time and it came out as one of the ugliest sounds in the world <laughs> it came out as ooh, wow, uh, ooh, wow 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 uh, to uh fox love in la for man sentenced to life in prison after returning to murder scene to drunkenly tell police what had happened Published uh, by Author Unknown on March 17th, 2023.
1: All right. You know what? Thank God some criminals are so stupid. Right. Because if he didn't do that, he might have gotten away with it. Uh,
0: totally. It just, it bodes in your favor sometimes to be a complete jackass. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Because like, what could his reasoning have been? Yeah. Or I guess it like... in society's favor.
0: Sorry. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Like, don't know what the reasoning could have been. Right. It's like, oh, I'm going to go there and be like a friend of the police and then they're not going to suspect me because i'm like helping them you know
0: yeah he's like i'm gonna go down and i'm gonna wear a blue hat (laughs) they're gonna know i'm on their side yeah
1: yeah 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 wild absolutely thankfully uh justice has been served thank you in this case oh honey she served justice served she worked (laughs) all right well for my next piece of Spooky Gay bullshit, we're going to be sticking it in England, because okay. this is where the shit's happening this week, I Oh, guess. we're sticking in England. We're not sticking it in England. No. What oh. you do with England in the privacy of your own home, yeah. with England's consent, is, is, is oh, entirely hey, a, your, th- your own thing. It's your own business. Hey, yeah. I'll need to know. That's between
0: you and uh, your country, Tis of uh, your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who was that person that just said that they just uh, closed their eyes and thought of England when they had sex? Oh, I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Close my eyes and think of England. Close eyes. Think England. Yeah. I'm Googling it right now.
1: Okay. Close your eyes. It sounds like something that maybe, um, I don't know. Well, for some reason I thought it was like Margaret Thatcher. I was who, thinking Margaret Thatcher. Was was like,
0: I was like, oh, no. I hate sex. I just close my eyes and think of England. <laughs> Okay. No. Oh no! It's actually okay. It was popularized uh, by the 1955 translation of Pierre de Nino's 1954 *Le Carret du uh, Major Thompson*, uh-huh. a French satire on the upper class British culture.
1: Okay. Okay. Probably like being like, where where we kind of were like, it's always the great British something. Mm. It can't be just the something. It has to be the great British something. Yeah, so it's a little bit of satire. A little satire.
0: satire on the All
1: Alright. Well, uh, like I was saying, we're going to be closing our eyes and thinking of England for my next piece of sugi-gay bullshit.
2: Most weight loss plans are one size fits all. Not taking into account each person's individual needs. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone, with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WONDERY at Liquid IV. Welcome to your next true crime obsession. Don't miss new BritBox original drama, The Sixth Commandment, which The Guardian calls as immaculate a piece of TV as you will ever see. You will hear evidence of extreme gaslighting.
1: Help me, please. I am going to be waiting on you, hand and foot.
2: Stream this plus the best selection of British true crime series anywhere, only on BritBox. Once you start investigating, you won't be able to turn away. Start streaming today with a free trial at BritBox.com.
1: So uh, there it was, barbecue sauce on my titties, Mm. surfing one of my favorite websites... (laughs) iflscience.com love that when I stumbled upon an article that was recently written about the mason bees oh do you know the mason bees like actual bees yeah actual
0: yeah. bees yeah not like stonemasons or no, freemasons exactly
1: no these are real buzzy buzzy bees I know the
0: name I don't know really anything about them they basically I... look just yeah. like bees
1: cool (laughs) great name they're not like the fuzzy bumblebees no I feel like if Maya the bee was a bee she maybe is a mason bee so they're ugly bees with good PR I get it exactly yeah Yeah. now bees are pretty cool in general I think we all have to admit um But uh, there was recently an episode of Wild Isles, narrated by David Attenborough, Mm -hmm. that revealed that the mason bee is pretty witchy. And they're pretty witchy because they seemingly fly around the grassland's on broomsticks. Hell yeah, they do.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, they're like, Hecate, Hecate, Hecate,
2: baby. <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
1: Now, the episode explains that the mason bees are very particular bees when it comes to finding a nest to lay their eggs. And they will go to, like, really great lengths to find a nursery that is exactly right for them. Mm-hmm. Now, these nurseries, interestingly enough, are usually empty snail shells. Okay. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is if the shell's too big, if the shell's too small, if it's broken or something like that, then it simply will not do and the mason bee moves on to find that perfect shell. Mhm. But once the mason bee does find that perfect shell, it's can quickly convert it into a nursery. So the snail shell nursery acts basically as like a secure place to hide away her eggs, and then the mama bee will also go to great lengths to further protect them and will camouflage the snail shell nursery by covering it in blades of grass and sticks oh my god Okay. Yeah. and they do this basically one blade of grass one stick at a time and these mounds can be quite large i guess like up to like 20 sticks is what i read on this article okay which for a bee is a lot of sticks Uh huh. um but basically the the only way for the mama mason bee to build them is just by moving them one at a time and so when you see these bees flying through the air sometimes they're just holding onto a stick, which just so happens to make it look like they're flying around on a broomstick
0: like a witch. That's so
1: cool. <laughs>
0: oh my god. And then I I hope that somebody, like at least one person in this world, has uh encountered one of them and be like, boom, do you even lift? Right, yeah. Bro. Do you lift bro? Yeah. Look at that fucking Popeye bee yeah i mean answer is yes look yeah at, look what clearly that bee is doing yeah because look yeah. here's a picture of it oh my god so Isn't cute. It cute oh that's actually really it's cute. really sweet okay yeah okay i love these fucking
1: bees yeah um but Um, anyway yeah yeah so you know what david attenborough still with the hits still blowing minds with b facts and animal facts and nature facts and world facts what do we do without david attenborough i don't know i don't want to think about it right i really don't yeah now the thing is though i'm not like a witch obviously well no um so i don't know if bees have any kind of significance in wicca uh, but i think we can all agree that bees are really magical creatures hell yeah um for example actually this is just a bee fact that Mm -hmm. i have in my brain uh mead is called the nectar of the gods yeah and mead is basically just like honey yeah and water and yeast so it's like fucking a yeah really are the fucking shit absolutely
0: yeah yeah i remember i mean theater history <laughs> baby it's mead
1: history uh, oh truly <laughs> right yeah yeah because yeah. you know you go to the theater Yeah. You see a hanging Uh, and then you stick around Uh, for the show. Uh, No women in the show. Oh no. No women in the show. No homo. Uh, Oh no no. No homo. No homo. And then No homo, yes, me. And then after mead for libations. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay. Before, before I wrap this up, before I thank my source, um, I do want to say if anybody's looking for a Halloween costume and you really want to get on it, Mm -hmm. go out as a mason bee. Yeah. A little witchy bee. Yeah. You could get like, you could just take a witch costume and a bee costume, smash them together. And you're the fucking, like, coolest witch out there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: if anybody really gives you shit about it, you can be like, it's a blind melon thing. <laughs>
1: totally. Fuck off. All right. Well, I just want to thank my source now. Uh, IFLScience.com. Okay. Our old favorite. Our old reliable. Oh, we FL it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the article, Bewitching Mason Bees Fly Around on Broomsticks to Keep Their Babies Safe. Uh, that was written by Rachel Funnel, published March 21st,
0: 2023. Cool. All right. Well, um, I've got the next piece of spooky gay bullshit. And look, so many of us have had roommates and have been roommates ourselves over the years Mm -hmm. and despite our best intentions we can probably all likely point two times in our careers as roommates if you want to look at it that way where we may or may not have unintentionally like Pissed our roommates off, yeah, or had been pissed off by our roommates. But, yes, you know, usually that happens. You learn a swift life lesson, you pivot and move on. In some cases, that doesn't necessarily happen, but you know, we're all on different arcs of growth in our
1: life, exactly. But more or less, it's an Alanis Morris. More, Morris, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's an Alanis Morris. <laughs> You know, and
0: me, and your girl, <laughs> and, and your girl, and, and then she, and then I make her, and then Listen. Alanis. And Story of my life. I no. tried to say more set, and I just can't. No, it's all right. You live, you learn. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. Anyway. Gives us a chance to grow as a person, like I was saying. In some cases, though, our minor indiscretions and mistakes, our foibles, if you will, Uh aren't as quickly absolved due to other circumstances. Maybe one's out of our control. And in this case uh, that I'm about to talk about, it's actually led somebody to quite uh, literally experience the opposite of growth. You'll get that in a moment. So anyway... This case, as many of the hits do, come out of the comes out of the New England Journal of Medicine, and you know, baby, when it is coming out of a medical journal, that it is going to be some spicy
1: shit. Oh hell yeah, they don't put just anything in those medical dur- journals these days. Mm-mm. So this involves
0: a student who is only being identified as J.C. for a good reason, um, and this case study is so poignant, if you will, that it was not only published in. this Journal of Medicine, but the story itself was reenacted in a YouTube video, which has also been catching a lot of steam. Okay. (laughs) That's interesting, right? Well, and I mean, it's a YouTube video where you know a doctor also talks about the case study and speaks to it a little bit, but they're doing reenactments. I
1: see. Okay, so it's basically like A and E. Yeah, there's a lot of content. Yeah, on the internet, yeah, It's,
0: it's an interesting place. I mean, hey, why am I explaining that to you? We're a podcast, anyway. So, in the case study, which was dramatized, like I was saying um he is described as having this guy jc mm-hmm. as having no known allergies uh he allegedly like got all of his vaccinations as a child was in pretty good health although he did smoke two packs of cigarettes every week he was a daily weed smoker but you know nothing that huge not a big drinker or anything like that
1: sure yeah yeah, yeah.
0: anyway Nothing compared to where he would end up, because the bad luck started when he ate leftover rice, chicken, and some lo mein leftovers that had been purchased the night before at a restaurant. Now, I don't know if this was his food. I've kind of seen it set up as like, oh, he had some of his roommate's leftovers, but... Regardless of whose it was, it didn't really matter at the end of the day because he had food that had been prepared and packaged the night before, had been sitting in a fridge. Mm -hmm. And almost immediately after he ate the food on this particular day, he began to feel pretty sick. Like within about half a day, like almost 20 hours later, they said, Uh um, like by the time that he was actually taken to hospital, his heart rate had reached about 166 beats per minute. Oh He was running a really intense fever and yeah, he had to be taken to intensive care and sedated. Whoa. Yeah, to get his vitals back in like re- reasonable order. So that's some real
1: bad food poisoning.
0: Absolutely. So the physician that was in the video that I'll shout out as part of my sources was quoted in saying, five hours before his admission, purplish discoloration of the skin began to develop and a friend took the patient to the emergency department of another hospital for evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, so ultimately, it was determined that that he was suffering from an aggressive bacterial infection. Shit. Uh yeah, and later it was confirmed by tests that the bacteria was in or that was in his blood was called uh, Neisseria meningitis or meningitis. It's like M E N I N G I T I D I S. So, so not I, meningitis but meningitis. <laughs> meningitis but it, like it's, okay it's no laughing matter because the thing is this shit made his kidneys fail <gasps> his blood started to clot and this oh my is, gosh like, yeah this is not even a day after eating the food like we're talking about like 20 hours after like all of this shit started to happen uh-huh. so um, it, basically this bacterial infection started to just like course through his fucking body it hit his extremities and ultimately it caused a bunch of blood vessels to die um, which ended up causing a whole bunch of inflammation um, I'm really reducing what this doctor explains to a sweet sauce uh-huh. but ultimately um, there was like a chain of reactions that went on which then when kind of interacting with the bacteria in his blood just led to his like body's uh, blood vessels dilating dropping a blood pressure preventing oxygen from getting to his organs and then he said little clots uh, began to form every everywhere as then they get lodged into small blood vessels. Um, blocking blood flow so from there his hands and his feet began to be starved of oxygen Holy and shit. from there while he was able to stabilize and he has lived to tell about it, as a result of eating cold leftovers from the fucking fridge and developing this bacterial infection, this guy JC ended up losing a bunch of tissue uh, like on all ten of his fingers uh-huh. he also had to have a bilateral below the knee Amputations.
1: Oh my god. So,
0: literally, all of his appendages were affected because of this. He lost his fucking legs and his fingers. Yeah. Because he ate leftovers. That happened to have this bacteria present in it, which then caused this, like, chain reaction within his body. Um, Again, if you want to get, like, a really serious, an actual understanding of the cause and effect of all of this, I would highly recommend that you uh, go check out my source. So I found out about this from Lad Bible. It's called Student Lost All of His Limbs After Eating His Roommate's Leftover Noodles for Lunch, published by Tom Wood on March 19th, 2023. But yeah, fucking Terrifying!
1: I'm freaking stunned over cold food. I love cold leftovers. I do Johnny. too.
0: I fucking do. I prefer it cold, right?
1: Ah! I need to like look up statistics. We unplug the
0: fridge every time we do this podcast.
1: Oh no! <gasps> uh. Oh my god! We got to throw everything
0: away. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to fear monger. I'm no. not tr- like be you know just yes fucking be up on your shit. I don't know I'm what sure, else to say. Yeah, I'm but, sure the oof. chances
1: of something like this happening are incredibly
0: slim. It's like that bacteria getting up through your nose in the tap water and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. You know, that whole thing. Yeah. And that's so, been in the news.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, don't throw your food away. No, Just no. be cautious about what you're consuming, when you're consuming it, and where you're consuming it and from. And when you start to feel off, if you start to feel off, do not walk it off.
0: See no. Medical help intervention yeah. whatever you want to call
1: better it. safe than sorry like if you think you have any amount of food poisoning just like you know at the very least call one of those nursing lines yeah totally yeah. we have them at least up here in canada anyway, yes i don't know holy smokes well right. i hope jc uh is doing okay yeah all things sorry considered
0: if, sorry if i like even kind of glazed over some of the cause and effect in there but the horror really overtakes you.
1: It reminds me of fucking Requiem for a Dream. Right? That whole arm Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Oh my God. I Ooh. hate that fucking movie. I do too. Like if I could ban one movie, it'd be that one. <laughs> okay.
0: All right, Hayes Code.
1: <laughs> you can call me Ms. Hayes Code, thank you. No, thank you. Miss <laughs> Hayes, go to bed. All right. um i got some pieces spooky gay bullshit and this is gonna make you go yay if you love revenge okay (laughs) because (laughs) don't mind if i do because johnny okay here's a thought thought experiment yeah uh if i died at the hands of like a local crime boss Mm -hmm. uh would you spend years uh plotting to avenge my death hell yeah Okay, good. Yeah. Then listen up. Okay. Because I got some advice for you. Okay. Because recently there was a woman in Cordoba, Colombia, who did basically exactly that. I'm into it. So Ruben Dario Veloria Berrios was a well respected businessman and a preacher in his community. But behind the scenes he was known as Honcho, a criminal mastermind who orchestrated the shipment of narcotics to Central America. America and the United States. Yikes. Now, Honcho kept a very low profile, and so the Colombian police and the military were never able to stop him. I think for a while they didn't even really know who the fuck he was. Mm-hmm. But just because Honcho was able to, uh, you know, lie under the authorities' radar, his criminal activities were pretty fucking extreme beyond moving narcotics honcho was also responsible for orchestrating murders and hits on rivals and former collaborators okay that sounds like pretty typical like like you know yeah mob shit yeah i mean you don't want it to be run of the mill no exactly but he's like the boss yeah he's like the godfather you know the daughter's birthday whatever daughter's wedding Uh, what is it you know all that stuff you come come to me on the day of my
0: daughter's wedding (laughs) that shit i've never seen it i haven't either yeah i'm not that's not really my genre you know what the closest i ever got to watching it once the godfather was on tv once and my dad was like oh son the godfather (laughs) and i remember sitting down at one point and there was like a scene where this guy is like slapping the shit out of a woman. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm out. <laughs> Fair enough. And I think I was like 13, but I just, after that, I was like, I just don't need to see this. Yeah.
1: Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. They were never my kind of movies, like Goodfellas, Scarface, Godfather. I couldn't get into yeah. them.
0: Yeah, I think I, like, sat through, like, because I, you know, I would often sit and watch movies with my dad, but I just didn't pay attention. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're just dreaming of, like, I don't know. Dolly Parton or something?
0: Hell yeah. Although, I mean, look, movies with my dad were always a good time. I remember sure. this one time, uh, it was, like, just before my friend Lee came over, and my dad and I had watched, I think it was The Man in the Iron Mask. Oh, he my like, god! He was so jazzed by it that he, like, kept saying, Antonio Banderas. Um, and, like... <laughs> But, like, whenever he was saying his name, he would just say it with an accent. Like, he wasn't like trying to put it on. Right. And yeah, he was like calling him Antonio Bangadares, which was.
1: Bangadares? I'd Antonio Bangadares. I was like,
0: ooh, you want a Bangaderas?" I think. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. I wouldn't say no. Anyway, I he's not listening. No. He can't tell. <laughs> Don't, no one tell him if you're listening. Yeah any of you family people yeah and no one tell antonio
1: banderas i said
0: that yeah oh my god nobody <laughs> oh any of you i know you all have his ear yeah <laughs> Shh. if Catherine zia jones found out what we said about her antonio Banderas
1: is totally gonna find out absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> okay now where was i okay yeah honcho yeah hitting people yeah like bang you dead bang you dead but like yeah. you know telling people to bang your dead other people yeah um the point is uh oh there's a point okay. yeah there is a point <laughs> okay. to this trust okay. and believe okay. so one of the men who honcho had had killed happened to be the husband or of the aforementioned woman mm-hmm. whose name we do not know um for good reasons sure. and in the aftermath of her husband's death this woman began to orchestrate her revenge Now, one way or another, this woman got close to Honcho. She found out who he was, got close to him, and then gained his trust and he became to trust her so much that he began to share information with her about his criminal activity okay but little did honcho know every time he spilled the tea this woman would take that tea and then bring it to the authorities who began to build a case against him so he was spilling the tea and she was sipping it. She was sipping it and then she was respilling it.
0: She was sipping it and then she was dipping it.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And this went Thank on you. This went on for years. Okay. So, this woman is just playing the long con, mm-hmm. slowly like getting information about this guy and giving the information to the authorities. And the authorities began to suspect that Honcho was like into some nasty shit in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. And then the information that this woman started to provide them with uh, 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 basically an ironclad case. Sure. And once they were like, okay, we got enough information. It would lead to his eventual arrest. Now, when the time came to make the arrest, this woman told the police that he would be attending a meeting with other criminals in Montiera, And the special operations group of the National Police managed to capture him in what was called the Corona Operation. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And now, because this just happened, we don't know all of the information. And this woman's identity, I'm sure, is being protected Mm -hmm. at this point in time. Uh, But what we do know is that Honcho is now behind bars and is facing decades of prison time. Meanwhile, the woman who had been orchestrating his downfall is now able to just kind of kick back and bask in her success icon right she got her fucking revenge Mm -hmm. and you know what she didn't have to use violence to do it either you know what she used her mind yeah baby yeah mind games she has
0: still mind yeah yeah that's it's a killer (laughs) mind games
1: yeah Yeah. that's what i'm saying she didn't have to do nothing other than just be a fucking smart-ass bitch and i love that and i say bitch in the most endearing way possible
0: like can you call a mentor or your grandmother a bitch
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, so now to get away from this uh, voice that Johnny's putting on, I'm going to thank my source. I'm not putting anything on, Tyler. <laughs> Thanks to OddityCentral.com for Widow Seduces Man Who Had Her Husband Killed, Turns Him Over to the Police. That was written on March 20th. Twenty
0: twenty three. You're the one putting on a voice. No, I'm not. That's exactly how you speak. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you should hear Tyler when we're not doing this podcast. You don't talk
1: like this. No, you
0: talk like this.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway, so if I talk like that, trust, you wouldn't be able to shut me up because I would be just like <laughs> basking in the sound of my own voice.
0: Well get
1: working. It's the same. <laughs>
0: just saying maybe i'd be more endeared to you all right just kidding i like you a lot anyway uh (laughs) how do we've done with that hilarious bit i'm gonna take us into the last story of today perfect and uh look this one is it's something that's having a little bit of a tiktokian moment so maybe some of you are already acquainted with it by now Uh but baby when invention comes sometimes you just have to highlight the genius you know sure yeah regardless of whether you're the first in the middle or the last. So this is for anybody out there who has ever looked at a little critter like an insect and thought, this thing needs to be showered with my kisses.
1: Some of them are really, really cute. Like some of them are really, really scary when they get all magnified. Mm -hmm. But then some of them... Are really cute, like little moths are I know, really cute. Right? And that's the thing
0: like, a lot of people shit on social media and stuff like that. But I will make a case for the fact that Instagram and Instagram Reels have done a lot for like endearing me to animals that I never would have liked otherwise.
1: Like a possum.
0: Yeah. The yeah like, I fucking love possums now. I am like totally tuned into the possum algorithm. Yeah. On, uh, which, if my grandmother were allowed today she'd think i was talking about a vagina algorithm because
1: <laughs> that's what remember. she called poss- uh, uh, exclusively yeah. Yeah. it's
0: what she called possums uh-huh. or,
1: yes well we can... she called pause poss- she called vaginas possums that's what we're
0: it's me with your girl and you <laughs> and you um anyway so This whole thing. You know, sometimes you see something and you're like, oh, I need to kiss this. But then sometimes that exact experience then begs another question, which is, well, how am I going to be able to put my giant melting monster lips on this sweet little creature that probably thinks I want to eat it? True. Yeah, because they don't understand kissing. They just understand killing, you know? So anyway, Uh you're in luck because of a little item that's hitting off on the internet right now called Dr. Odom's Bug Kiss by the company (laughs) Legboot. And bug kiss is one word. Okay. So um, they have created a mini apparatus fitted with uh, what they call, quote, little lips for bug loving. <laughs> little, little lips for bug loving. Little lips for bug loving. The design is like that of a pacifier or a binky, you know, like one that you would have a child, uh, you know, using their mouth while they are teething. But uh-huh. um, instead of the O-ring on the non-mouth side of the pacifier the once inactive side now becomes the actual business end thanks to this little set of plastic lips that's affixed to the pacifier thing uh via like a small metal spring okay <laughs> it's actually it, it gives you a little bit of length so there's a little bit of distance so and, you kind of
1: like respect their distance exactly the
0: and you can approach them on their terms and give the perfect allowance for christ between you and your betrothed bug of choice oh good yeah i mean not to you know kind of sexually project onto a little bug or anything like that because that is freakiest. as fuck but (laughs) yeah uh, and also it does actually kind of bring up the whole question of bug consent but if you kind of wanted to shower it with like kisses on the cheek like it's aunt in a rather platonic way I guess this would be a way to do it sure But, yeah, bug consent, that's a whole other thing. (laughs) And,
1: like, maybe this thing is, like, a little bit more novelty than it is actually, like, something that people are out there using. But you know what? Just
0: allow some freaks with three Xs to get their hands on this technology, mix it with a Bluetooth something something, and next thing you know, it's going to be, like, that kissing apparatus that you were talking about a few weeks ago. The long-distance kissing The long-distance kiss. So you will be able to long-distance soft kiss a bug, (laughs) I'm sure, (laughs) in no time. I'm sure, yeah. From the comfort of your own phone.
1: Now is this thing for sale? Yeah. I want to buy one. It is, yeah. Leg boot, baby. L E G B O O T. And what's it called? The bug kisser? Uh
0: Dr. Odom's bug kiss. B-U-G-K-I-S-S. <laughs> 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 yeah, you,
1: you need sometimes to know. You, sometimes I need that extra in this know. industry you need to know. I can't find
0: it. Oh well look go to TikTok baby because it's all over, or just go to my source. I found it. I keep laughing forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I went to legboot.com. And oh I searched bug kiss. No.
0: well, it's a uh, there is an it's article called item, Man Invents Device So He Can Kiss Insects, and it was published by B Man on March 18th, 2023. But that post did have a number of TikToks that involved the bug kiss on there.
1: Oh, it's definitely just like too trendy. item I'm sure it's sold out yeah this is like in 2020
0: when TikTok found out about the inky list and then my retinol just disappeared off the shelves of the shopper's drug exactly in our area for like ever
1: yeah listen the power of tiktok it was, it was fucked yeah they're gonna call them influences for no reason oh yeah you know but now the influencers are gonna be kissing bugs i hope so
0: yeah all right but anyway uh get into it if you ever dreamed of laying a bill smacker on, on a little critter like that then there you go
1: god well, I mean, eventually I want to get a pet spider, like maybe a little jumping spider. And that's how you can kiss it. This would be it. a great way for me to give him kisses. Yeah. So I'm into that's it. It's not weird.
0: No. Todd would hate it. Yeah. But I don't give him kisses. No. I give him nose boobs, though. He's nasty. And then I wipe my nose off with an alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, because he's nasty. (laughs) My little baby. He's so nasty. My little spiky kitten. (laughs) I love him. Oh, Now I want to let Todd out. Okay. Um, Well, we got to finish this. Yes, we do. So, do you want to do some low stakes advice to round things off? Absolutely. Okay, so if you've never listened to this before, then uh, here's what we're going to do. We are going to put like five minutes with a contingency on the timer, and on our Instagram every week, we put out a little call for low stakes advice questions, and we will read them off as many as we can, and we will give you as many low stakes answers to your low stakes questions as low stakes possible exactly and again low stakes is the key word baby so nothing about life death or anything in between we're talking about bangs we're talking about nail colors not even things that rely or like relate to the cause
1: cosmological cosmetological cosmetology cosmetology world yeah
0: the astrological cosmetological world
1: yeah exactly it doesn't have to do with aesthetics or looks or nothing but it just no. has to be low stakes not life or death situations exactly. thank you
0: and I mean, also it's because we're not advice professionals or anything like that, so we can't be legally doing that kind of shit. Anyway, with that being said, I got uh, some time on the timer, and do you have the questions up? I do. Cool, let's do this dance. Okay,
1: first question: What vegetarian meal should I make for dinner? Quick and easy would be best. Ooh, um, we're 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 kind of like working our way into a vegetarian lifestyle or plant based lifestyle, mm-hmm. so we're kind of trying to find those kinds of recipes too. But I say when in doubt make a curry because you can use whatever vegetables you have you can throw some beans in there for protein and get some coconut milk put it on rice put it on noodles whatever you want to do and then you're good to go
0: get into it also i just got a really great vegetarian cookbook that actually has a connection to my diva of all divas feist yeah um it's the cookbook companion to the album pleasures that came out a few years ago she did it in uh collaboration with uh i think it's adrian amato who uh is a really fantastic i believe they're a chef they're a food person but yeah it was like the food that they made while they were recording pleasures Mm -hmm. and i believe it's all of Vegetarian, yeah, yeah. So it's a really cool book to check out. Um. So next question is: Keep crocheting for the rest of the night, or just go to bed? Um. Yeah, keep crocheting. Keep crocheting. Yeah. Why not? Have fun. Um. Should my husband cut his beard into friendly mutton chops? Well,
1: it sounds like you already know the answer to that question. I feel like you're leaning towards a yes. I mean, mutton chops aren't necessarily like. Uh, a, a fashion trend right now, but who fucking cares? Yeah, y- you know, like nothing is forever. If he like hates them, then he can shave them off. Yeah, that's the fun thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, what season of Drag Race should I start with first?
1: I feel like the the kind of we've had this question before, and we've kind of agreed that season six, across the board, is the best season to get started on Drag Race. Absolutely, season six or All Stars two. Yeah, but I'd say season six because All Stars two, the fun of All Stars two, is also knowing who these. Queens are already. Mmm. Yeah. Good point.
0: Okay. Um, how should I celebrate my dog's fourth gutcha day?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, you can like make them a little doggy cake. Uh huh. that could be fun. Take them on a shopping spree. Oh yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, you go to a pet store, go to a couple pet stores and every pet store they go into, like they're going to get a treat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that too. Okay. Tips for dealing
0: with burnout on all
1: levels. Um, Okay, the t- the tip for dealing with burnout, which is easier said than done, is you need to schedule downtime Yeah. and also like doing like quiet desk work is not downtime. Downtime is doing nothing, mm-hmm. like doing nothing related to work so that you can truly recharge. Absolutely. I'm guilty of that. Like I'm like, oh, well, I'm just sitting here. I could like draw something or I could like answer a couple of emails or something. Don't. Yeah. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Yeah. And maybe have an accountability buddy who can literally
0: pull you away. Yeah, yeah. Let somebody else know about your plan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, advice for pursuing a career in technical theater. Studying from university. Love from Nova Scotia. Oh, that's really nice. Oh well, I mean, look, congratulations. I guess what I would say is that this kind of depends on where you want to end up ultimately. Like, are you going to be more in the carpentry world? Do you want to be more in the lighting, projections, sound, costumes. Who knows? There are a lot of different departments out there for you. Maybe you don't even know yet and that's also a beautiful thing you don't need to lock yourself into something it can change over times and you can also be a multi Hyphen it, which is probably what you ultimately will be, because art is becoming more and more discipl- or interdisciplinary as days go by. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, with that being said, uh, if you do want to break it into like the technical world, if there is anybody whose work you really look up to that you want to be mentored by, maybe try reaching out to them. Um, you could say like, "Hey, if you ever need an assistant, if you ever need somebody to like come in on a call, I'm there." I would just say making yourself available to the people that you want to learn from is kind of one of the big things yeah um some people will tell you like oh schmooze and meet everyone and go to every cast party i don't believe in that i never had to do any of that and i worked my fucking face off so in fact i would say don't do that because the people that i saw who wasted their time just going to every fucking thing were the people who burnt themselves out Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not as much of a social game as you might think it is so just You know, keep doing it, keep doing good work, keep showing up, having a good attitude, staying excited to try things out, and uh, learn when and where to shit talk. (laughs) Because Uncle Johnny never learned that. And it got me in a lot of fun situations over the years. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: fair. That's good advice. Exactly. Just in
0: general. Just have a journal that you just write all your shit talk into instead of just like sharing it with someone because theater people aren't always great at keeping
1: secrets. That's good.
0: Yeah. Should I quit my accounting assistant job and become a tattoo artist? fuck yeah.
1: I will say yes. Yeah. I will also say this that when you're transitioning from one career to another, it is a transition. It takes some time. So if you can, maybe have some overlap time where you're doing the work that you're doing if it's not completely destroying you mm-hmm. so that you can ease into like a career as a tattoo artist cuz it take it takes time and it takes practice. That, it's not going to happen overnight.
0: Yeah, and that goes for the person who asked the technical theater question as well, like don't fucking break your body for it. Mhm. Cuz you know what in all these years later your body is like the thing you're responsible for and like the art form is not going to be taking care of your medical
1: bills exactly probably yeah and and that's the thing but like although it may seem intimidating to transition from one thing to another if you start today you're going to get there sooner than you would if you never start absolutely um should i get a beta like a beta fish uh yes you should but I will say, I've researched this, oftentimes the tanks that they have in pet stores are actually too small for betta fish. Yeah. They need a bigger tank than you think to be, like, happy. Mm -hmm. They can survive in a small tank, they're probably not going to be very happy.
0: No. How do I express intimacy with my temporarily long-distance partner? I love him so much. Okay. Well, I mean, you can get freaky through digital means, uh, Mm -hmm. through chatting and things like that. If you're worried about there uh, being like security breaches and things like that, or you have roommates and you can't particularly do stuff like that. Then, um, hey, you could do that
1: kissing app thing that Tyler was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's true. But intimacy doesn't even necessarily have to mean, no. in, like, sex no, and or something to, like yeah. that. One thing that you could do that could be sweet to kind of, like, make the long-distance relationship. It's oh, the Oops. time. Yeah, keep, uh, keep because answering. you're this long-distance relationship and we have technology and it's so instant, maybe consider creating some chain mail. Like mail each other letters and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Pretend you're like, I don't know. I thought you meant chain mail. Like
0: you have to email this to five people (laughs) or you're going to die. Because when I think of chain mail, that's what I think of like a chain letter. Pre-internet, you would get like a letter and it would be like you have to mail this to three people or you'll get bad luck.
1: But write each other letters Uh, because like letters are much more personal. They are like intimate. I feel like you can be maybe a little bit more vulnerable on a piece of paper than you could be on like, I don't know your iMessage app and on that's your phone. That's the thing.
0: And, like, it's hard to get an email sent to like, your bussy. But, honestly, you can get a letter smelling like that real quick, honey.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's just
0: say. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Anyway. So write
1: some love letters. Yeah. I think that's i think that's maybe a good place to start. Scented love letters.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, with that being said, do you want to just pick, like, a quest in each to round things off with? I swear it won't be as crass as sure, I just was yeah. Uh <laughs> Anyway, okay. Um... Somebody says, "What wines should I try while I study abroad in Italy?" Ooh, Ooh, I don't know shit about wines. I'm total trash, so I'm not going to be able to tell you great wines. But let me tell you a great resource: Wine Folly, like F O L L Y, like you know, humanities folly. So they were a wine resource introduced to me by a friend who I I believe they were doing some sort of like sommelier adjacent training at one point. Remember our friend Amelia? Totally. At our place doing that wine course, and she introduced us to Wine Folly. Mm -hmm. And it's a great website that just kind of demystifies wine it has a lot of infographics on like regions and things like that and different uh colors of wine and taste profiles and it it just helps you start to have like wording to put to this thing that sometimes feels very uh ambiguous and just like it, I don't know wine to me always felt like a bit of a moving target and it honestly also felt like a bit of a class divided thing sure. and I love that wine folly really just democratizes it and puts it in terms that like some like myself could understand yeah yeah like i found it when we were living in montreal and like every corner store had like a bunch of like random bottles of wine and we kind of like learned to like know what kinds to look for so that you could get the good ten dollar bottle of
1: wine yeah yeah yes yeah that's that's good advice yeah so yeah
0: that's my advice, wine folly.
1: How about you? You want to pick a question? Sure. Okay, so here's a question. My mom needs a hobby to help with depression. Uh, what should I recommend? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really depends on where your mom's interests are, but I also know like, sometimes when people are at, at their lowest and, and dealing with depression that sometimes they lose interest in the things that they were once interested in. But if you're looking for like a slow start and maybe your mom isn't ready to like get out there and like interact with people, people there is uh, if if they're into like paint by numbers those can be honestly really great
0: they've gotten really intense too in the last few years yeah like and i don't mean intense in like an inhibitive kind of
1: way no but just like yeah much more advanced um yeah. and also there are things called uh diamond dots mm-hmm. which is like rhinestoning and uh Painting. paint my number together yeah. and it's just very meditative in a way not to like reduce that word to to you know like pop psychology or exactly anything like that. but yeah. it's just something that you can really kind of sink into you can walk away from it at any moment you can come back to it at any moment and it can just be a nice little distraction throughout the day i know people Fucking love them. I've done them because we used to have demos of them up in the art store that we worked at. And they are so fun. Yeah, and the great thing is that they're
0: not inhibitive because that's exactly. one of the things you want to think about, especially if somebody is dealing or with depression, you know. It's like you can put them in a pottery class, but that can have a really steep learning curve. And you know, if they get frustrated and start getting down on themselves, mm-hmm. that can kind of become a bit of a Pandora's box. So something yeah. nice with like a non-inhibitive kind of entry or point of entry. That can be that's that's a great place to start.
1: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So paint by numbers, diamond dots, especially if, if they're into creativity at all. Hell yeah. Th- it'll be great.
0: I love it. All right. Well, thank you everybody who submitted your low six advice questions. If we weren't able to get to your question this week, of course, it's not personal. It's just drag. We mm-hmm. try to do as many as possible. But, you know, we're kind of verbose yes. at times. You know what it happens? It's, we talk. It's human nature, honey. I think Madonna wrote a song or two about it. Um, But look, keep on trying. Follow us on Instagram and uh keep checking our stories for the low six advice little question box. And you too could get your question put in the mix. And look, if you want to get us on Instagram. Instagram. Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. We're on all of those at That's Spooky Pod. It's spelled just like it is in our email, which is That's Spooky Pod at gmail.com, spelled T-H-A-T-S-S-P-O-O-K-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. There you can send us your spooky gay bullshit, your listener stories, pet photos, all that kind of stuff. If you missed anything that I just listed and you don't want to go back, go to That's Spooky.com. There you can listen to episodes, you can get all of our contact info, social media links, everything like that. You can also get links to The Secret Society That Doesn't Suck through there, which is a great community on patreon where you can get access to our weekly mini episodes called spooky snacks and a whole bunch of other really fun stuff tyler just put up his first and will be first of many watch along videos uh we have like a little streaming setup for that now Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's fun so all the info is over at patreon.com that's spooky and of course helping out over there helps us keep the lights on over here that's right Um, if you're looking for a completely free way to support the show you can always leave us a rating and review on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on five stars only babies and uh, as a thank you you know we like to read a random review on the main show every week so it might be yours if you write something sweet and you get randomly picked. it has more so to do with the random picking than the sweet writing yes so, yeah yeah. we're not it truly is a bit random anyway so with that being said uh, that's a great way to support the show uh, if you're also looking for another way to support the show and you want to get something cute out of it the wardrobe for your nerve you can go to that spooky.com slash store there you we can get some apparel print, <laughs> printed on demand from our bonfire apparel store, twenty four seven. Like you're the duke, uh, or the Duchess, or the non gendered version of the two,
1: or the captain
0: uh, of the internet. Yes, all of those things. But yeah, um, that's all over there. And I think that's it. I think that's like how everyone can find us, how they can contact us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. You that's do how a good to job, do babies. Yeah, and if not. I'm sure if you just go again to thatspooky.com, all everything's right there. Yeah, yeah. I can't explain more than what the internet has for you. So, with that being said, I'm barely making sense at this point. Do you have anything you want to say before you get out of here? I just want to say, have a great weekend. Get those mimosas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say mimosas. Yeah. What's wrong with a mimosa? That's I, a weekend drink. No, I didn't know what you said. Oh so for a moment i thought you said sudoku's like sudoku's like get that sudoku honey listen yeah you just planned my weekend for me mimosa and sudoku mimosa
1: and sudoku it's gonna happen
0: damn and i'll
1: watch sudoku versus kayaku
0: sudoku versus kayako yeah that's it okay yeah i'm into that That that's gonna be great fun all right well we gotta talk about this um hope you all are doing well wherever you are don't forget we love you very much kissy kisses and as always, don't forget if you're going to be a bitch. Be a
1: spooky bitch.
0: Bye. Bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.